Someone You Should Know, a program about people you know and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host, Stuart Sachs. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome to Someone You Should Know, the your, your favorite morning show, which is brought to you by DFW Networking Diva, Christine Dean, my dear friend who can help you set up your own website. She can help you market your business. If you've got all the customers you need, forget about it. But if you still want to grow your business, Christine Dean is the person to talk to. You can go to her website, DFW networkingdiva.com and you can sign up for a free consultation with her to find out what she can do for you and for your business. So check out Christine Dean, DFW Networking Diva. Well, I got a hell of a show for you today. And yeah, I use the word hell and you'll probably hear that or maybe worse this morning. But I do I do have a disclaimer to, to start this show because I want I want everybody to know that that from this point forward on this show, KVGI Media and, and, and myself personally, we have absolutely no control of, of what's going to happen and what's going to be said, and we're not responsible, and we cannot be indicted for any of it because we're going to just pardon ourselves anyway. So having said that, I'm going to open the corral, and I'm going to turn loose Ty Fawley and Doug King, who... Around here, we know as the Ty and Doug show, and uh oh, here here they come! Oh, oh my geez. God, he's got his prop. <laughs> he's so he, he's always got to start. You know, Sorry, he I, just he can't start a conversation, so he's got to have a prop. Hey, I just want to say, since this is like an internet thing, so I can say stuff like shit, right? Yes, yes, you can. Okay, but cover good. your mouth when you do it. Okay. Shit. <laughs> is that better? That was yeah. that was great. Okay. And I want to say that I hope we don't ruin your sponsor's business. <laughs> with, with, with you know, I know how hard it is for you, Stuart, to actually get sponsors. So yes, well, yeah. And and and, and Christine, you know, uh, that's part of that disclaimer. You know, she's not responsible for anything that's done. And by the way, uh, I I want you to know that I'm going to make make sure that I keep control of this of this show. Wow, look at that! <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. I feel, I feel threatened already. Well, yes. I don't feel so, too bad. You, know, you didn't hit watch, the bullseye. I want you to keep keep it keep it sane. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll see you. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. I just lost my guests. That was a great show. Good yeah. talk. Strong finish. Yeah. Okay, D Doug, you're you're on. Yeah. You, oh, you, did powder, you, you powdered your forehead, didn't you? Your I head. did. Yeah, I didn't okay. want any shine. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that glare down. Doug, yeah. you are, you already have it brushed forward, don't you? I do. Yeah. It's <laughs> coming off of my shoulders. It comes right off of my shoulders, up onto the top of my head. Well, maybe you could do a what do they call a. a uh, a flip over from your your chest hair, or you know, do just that. do that. You'd look like cousin it. Are you wanting me to take my shirt off again? No, 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 no. That almost no. ruined the show. Well, no. it actually I'll, did, but we came back on. I'll 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 lo I'll lose those two or three fans that are watching right now for sure. 
Yeah, I would imagine. So but I thought it was interesting how Doug could actually braid that hair. But anyway, you know. You know what? Some people call it appropriation that I have dreadlocks on my chest, but I think it just I think it's a good look. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely you. Yeah, yeah, man. So. <laughs> Can we just say if, if if we are gonna make fun of people's hair, Ty, your forehead is getting much larger and it kind of looks like you just have a Brillo pad up there. Yeah, well, it, at least I have it up there, right? Well, I have some. Look, if you yeah, want. yeah, you have to turn Here. around and get the mic right, microscope. The shirt off. Here we go. I'm taking. Right. Oh God, no, no please, <laughs> folks. I'm telling you, I'm just going to sit back and relax because otherwise, I'm going to lose it. Uh oh. <laughs> Ryan likes us. Ryan knows that we are someone he should know, and yes. so yeah, yeah. And, and Ryan's always looking for new material for a song. Well, I, I think the only the the only person that we should know on this show is probably Stuart. So you know, I think so we're Stuart, you can there. just talk to yourself. And, and after this show, I probably will be the only one that anybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you're probably the only one anyone knows now. Even yeah, that, so. probably the only one that anyone cares about that's watching this. So that's yes. fine. Yeah. You know. And let's so make fun of, let's make fun of Mark a little bit because we know he's listening. He he's like the yeah, except right he's now. got his he's got his finger on the button and he can he can oh. make you toast. In, he's got in, his finger on something. Yeah, you, know, you worried me there when you said he has his finger on. Uh, yeah. I just you know <laughs> wasn't sure where you were going, but I figured there might be a pickle involved. Yeah. Yes. Oh jeez, more props. Yeah, that, just incredible. Well, I do have. There a, you um, go. You know, um, let's see. Tie dye and Doug the lug. How did I get Doug the lug? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay, Mark. That's that was great. <laughs> That's yeah. Happy Hump Day. How about Happy that? Hump Day? I get in trouble when I say that. I've had more well, restraining orders after saying Happy Hump Day. Yeah, I didn't know yes. if you knew actually what that meant. It's probably a foreign concept to you, but that's okay. Well, it means it's it's about dogs, right? Yeah, you whatever works for you, pal. <laughs> you, you 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 tried that line at a bar the other night, right? Did it work? Yeah. Well, like I said, I have a lot of restraining orders. <laughs> oh, how do you apply for one of those? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, yeah. if you're watching or listening to this and this is your first the first time you've you've watched this show, I want to thank you because I probably won't see you again. But, uh, you know, I hope. <laughs> well, again, apologies for, you know, Doug and his behavior. So that's why I started the show with an apology. I mean, I, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm an upfront kind of guy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm sorry at the end of the show. I might as well start off that way. You know, I'm sure the guest that was supposed to be on here was probably a lot more interesting in this stuff. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks. Paint drying is more interesting than what we're broadcasting right, right. now. So, right. Right. If it's okay, I'm just going to go ahead and work. You guys two talk, and I'll just be over here getting some work done. <laughs> I didn't know you did work. That's, that's, that's an uh, interesting concept, he, he too. Just, he just put all those books in the bookcase to look look you know like an attorney or something. Well, they're probably all hollow. There's probably nothing on there. You it's know. cardboard. Yeah. My yeah. whole life is yeah. a facade. Yeah, there's. It's, I'm, it's, a it's, facade. I'm not even here. I'm. I'm yeah. fake. I'm not. I'm an animatronic. Yeah. I'm, I am Walt Disney's last invention. Well, they must have busted the budget on hair. 
at least for the chest. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Each one of these was personally implanted by a Peruvian um, monk. So it was, uh, it took hours. And yeah. what was her name? Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah. You got me on that. I'm stumped. All right. Oh, oh, look at that. Okay. He cut us off. Wow. It only took, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. I think I just yeah. had a yeah. Did anybody else retinas detach, or was, did that actually just happen? Yes. Mark, Mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Good. This is good. I feel like we're in the 70s, and like the, the guy who's running the, the, the programming board, like found the slider. Hey, look, I can do this, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What's, yeah, yeah what, okay. what's, what, what's, this over, oh, what's, this over, yeah. what's this button over here that says do not touch? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know where the lava lamps are. So I have one. It's right over oh, here. Oh, I bet you do. Did Mr. I bring it over? God. No, don't come anywhere near me. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean literally bring it over to you. You live in like some third world country. I'm not going to travel that far. Wow. That's a little, uh, you know nasty of you isn't it now i mean a third about world you or what's wrong with third country? world country let's get serious here for a moment okay no nah, we're not gonna do that <laughs> <sighs> so any any plans for valentine's day oh doug i'm just talking to Stuart. i know you <laughs> yeah. don't wow okay that's it doug's, doug's, gonna, doug's gonna give himself I don't know what this is, but is that know, a, are you a dung beetle tie? Is that like a little ball of dung that you bring into the house? Do you yeah, roll it, I, I, my my you know my dog just coughed this up. He's a big dog. Let's get oh, over. You got some bossy balls, tie. I guess that's Thank what happens you. when you get your. Right. I knew you liked my sweaty balls. <laughs> Showing, swinging a mess. All right, Stuart. So, Stuart, are you gonna you know do anything with this show? Are you you know ask me yeah. ask us a question? Yeah, you're you know, our electric. I, I called you at the last minute, so I have absolutely no idea. You know, just that's you know, I I just figured I'd put you two guys on the screen, and I don't have to worry about anything. Okay. I can go go back to my my coffee and my pistol. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, I have to say your little setup there looks like really official. Is that like a fake backdrop or something? No, no, no. This is this is my home. I, I took my wow. third bedroom and turned it into a studio. Oh, man. It, it's just, I, I'm just sitting yeah. in the kitchen, you know. I, yeah, it, it looks really good. You think you'd like be more prominent in the radio talk show world, but you know. <laughs> You'd think my rating would get, get you know, a point or two. Something. Yeah. But you keep having people like Doug and I on. So <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of kill it. You were doing good. It's a good thing this isn't sweeps week. You'd be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is sweeps week. They're trying to get me out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've set you up. Yeah. You say that you're going to be a guest and then cancel at the last minute. Yeah. And then we'll bring Ty and Doug well, in. They, they told me I'm on my way out, so who who would I like to have as my final guests? Wow. <laughs> this is like the, the final meal on death row, and Ty and I are it. Yeah. I'm the stage. Did you guys get your shots yet? What? You just served us up. Huh? Did you get your shots yet? 
Now I'm waiting. I'm on the list with Denton County. It's probably going to be next week for me. Oh, uh, actually, actually, I'm I'm getting mine. I'm getting mine as as we speak. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Another prop. Oh, this is great. There we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All of us have good props. Ty has mossy balls. That's that right. that, that pretty like much my... just describes his life. Tie. I got that too. So what, I, what, wait, was that you, from your you, never a dull moment? Was that lasting from your last colonoscopy? What was that? Well, you know, I oh. had a little little problem this morning. So yeah, boy, I don't have the problem now. And this is why we get our prostate checked out. It's, Thank yeah, you. Well, if I only had one. So anyway, it's <laughs> interesting because you are a huge asshole. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. That's pretty good, Doug. I'm proud yeah. of you. I'm you surprised. Came up with one. It didn't take a prop. Well, I actually did take a prop. All right. I take that back. <laughs> That's what I mean. Doug just Doug just got muted. <laughs> <laughs> this is right, going to be Mark. a great show. I love it. Every time you mute me, I'm going to play the pickle again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. That's <laughs> an, another pickle joke, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just has a million of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all he's got. <laughs> That's it. That is so true. It's just a long quarantine. What would he be like if he was pickleless? course that's been said before too but anyway yeah my oh you've been talking to my ex-wife <laughs> yeah 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 i have it's just it's really sad i sometimes it is feel really sorry sad. for you she's my ex-wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's good hey doug any new books coming up uh well yes actually funny you should mention that i've got to get up Yes. It worked. <laughs> he worked. Yeah, awesome. It worked. He worked. Thanks, hey, you got any more books? Yeah. Hey, Doug, go get us another book. The Nub. next issue of Numb is out, and it's uh, Numb number two. Numb number two. We got flash fiction. I'm trying to work these cameras. Oh, we got some some good art, poetry, um, some poetry. Who did the art? Uh, well, in this case, the art showcase is Melissa Ellis. Ah, so she's. I uh, thought you were going to say it was you. Then I was going to correct the good art. No, it, it, it's good art, Ty. It's it good, is art. good art. Yeah, it's I didn't include you, but you're supposed to submit some poetry, Ty, aren't you? Yeah, I. I it's on the way. Uh huh. Yeah, it is. I promise. So I sent you the other thing. So yeah, I, is it in the mail? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with snail mail? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, apparently Stuart's story for my next book is also in the mail, but now he's getting old and he's jawing at me and saying, you're too strict of an editor. No, Doug's, oh. putting, Doug's putting together a, a book about how people, their first date, how they how they met their wife. And, and he, it's, it's a book a compilation, a lot of people. So he wrote to me and he said, would you like to participate? I said, I'd love to. So, he reminded me the other day about the submission, and uh, I said, okay, I, I forgot. Just remind me, about how many words do you want, and what's the deadline? And he said, "He said not more than 1,000 words, and get it to me as soon as possible. Okay, so what is it? February 10th? I figure as soon as possible. I go to his friggin' Facebook page, and he's, 
He's asking everybody in the world if they'd like to submit their story, and they got till April 12th. And, well, and I'm under the gun to get it to him, you know, as soon as possible. This is the reason Doug is so good at this is because he can't keep his deadline straight. <laughs> no, I, I know my deadlines. For most people who have a life, they have to April 12th. For people who are just doing radio shows and have no life, they need to get it to me like that. He's not doing anything. Okay, that makes sense. And then Ty sends me like 25 words. When he told me the story on the phone, he goes into all this detail, and it's this beautiful story about how he and Stacy met. And then I reminded him, and he typed it up, and it was like, I saw her, I dated her, we held hands, I've never let go. It was just a very short story, so... So there's going to be a lot of light on that page. It's very good. But at least I have a story to share. I I have no story. And yes, you can use curse words in your story. Yeah. It was. How else is the book going to sell? What's that? How else will the book sell? That's right. There's going to be a lot of sex in it. This will be like 50 Shades (laughs) of Grey. That's why I included both of you, because you're two (laughs) Shades of Grey. Yes. (laughs) 50 Shades of of Grey. That's good. No, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay. That's, oh, that's the only thing you have on me, Ty. Hair, 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 hair for men, you know, <laughs> really works. So most of the time, there's Miltonian shoe polish. So what? So so how many how many people are going to be uh, in this book about relationships? So that I, I it's have... either going to be a nice epic novel or it's going to be a real short story, <laughs> right? Well, I'd like to have about 100 people minimum because then each one will get two pages. So it'll be about a 200 page book. Um, And the whole point of it is, you know, in in screenwriting terms, what we in all rom-coms, romantic comedies, we have a meet cue. You know, how did the characters meet? Uh, When in Harry Met Sally, the, the Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan character are brought together because they both have to carpool to New York City. So that's the meet cue. Um, you know, I thought, now I said this to you before. I thought that was I thought it was a scene when she was faking the orgasm. That's not the meet cue because they already knew each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. The yeah, meet cue is when they first That's meet. the only thing I remember from that movie. Well, it's the only orgasm you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, Mr. Yes, Doug, you want to show us your pickle again? Valentine's Day picking my nose. Yeah, there, there yeah. goes Doug. Playing with your pickle. <laughs> I have two pickles. Let's no. do a shout out to Rick and Morty, shall we? This is Pickle Rick. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the book. So so about 100 people. And, and what I want is for people to write the story of how they met, how they met their, their spouse, their partner. And because... People love that stuff. People like to, and the, the plan is that we'll release it in January of 2022 in time for Valentine's. Um, think of it as like the chicken soup for the lover's soul. You know, it's just, it's going to be a series of short stories of how different people met and and the different ways that they, uh, um, like, I, I will tell you, like my story, if I were to say, if, if I were still married, when I, I saw my ex-wife, Sorry. yeah. Very, uh, oh, your two pages are going to be blank, right? They are, yeah. Okay, mine's in braille. <laughs> we got married, we divorced, yeah, yeah, yeah. had kid, they had, had kid, yeah. So, but anyway, I just, I just want to hear people's stories, uh, about how they met, 
their their wife because I think people enjoy that. You know, I married my soulmate in the story. Wow, that's uh, that's like a haiku. My, Mark, Mark's writing haiku. Well, but Doug, it is two sentences, so you can put one on one page and one on the other. Really big font, big, <laughs> yeah. thick, bold. Yeah. yeah. Big print for, for the Married, old. had kid, divorced. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I know why Doug asked me to t- start working on my story early is because he knows that, that I'm I'm up to the why in, uh, in uh, you know, Alzheimer's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're hosting a radio show. You're hosting a radio I, show. Okay. I am. Where am I? Oh, oh someone you should know. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Maybe you should introduce yourself to you. Yeah. And happy hump day. We keep reminding right. people of that. Does he get like money every time he flashes that? Yes. <laughs> well, he's just looking for something to do. Yeah, yeah he's so like he, he wants to right. be he wants to be a part of the whole ensemble of we need to send him a doing. pickle so he has he something did, to play with. He just with. loves pushing all those buttons. He does <laughs> love pushing buttons. And he's yeah, pushing that he pushes your time. buttons all the time there, Stuart. Oh, so, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So Ty, what what have you been up to lately? I, I know that you've been painting up a storm. Yep. Painting and the bathroom's um, almost complete. What's that? <laughs> I didn't I didn't catch that. And the and the bathroom's almost complete. Yeah, the bathroom's almost complete. Yeah. Yeah, there's debris everywhere. But anyway, we won't go into that kind of detail. My daddy yeah. always said if you can't remember, you forgot you ain't got no prompt. There you go. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh-oh. Forgot what? Oh my god, it's my wife. She, yes, please, Stacy, write the story. Ask him how he didn't rescue me or my family during the hurricane. Uh-oh. Meeting was very romantic. We had some iffy summers before we got married, but 41 years later, we still. Well, there you go. There's wow. the story. Okay. So just add that to my 25 words. And, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I actually would like her uh, to write that. Yeah, it, do you, you want to tell the story about how you didn't save her and her family from uh, the hurricane? Okay, in 1976, <clears throat> as a, as you know, Doug, I think you know, Stuart, uh, we met on Long Beach Island, New Jersey, and it's a barrier island. It's just north of Atlantic City, and uh, anyway, we first went out when she was 14 and I was 16 in 1972. So then 1976, and we were a summer romance because I lived in Houston. I won't go through that whole story as to how I ended up up there. I had family up there. So every summer we'd go up to the Northeast to Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Her parents had a house four, four houses down from where our summer house was. So uh, anyway, we uh, were a summer romance. And obviously being that we were both teenagers in a summer romance, um, <clears throat> you know, we fought a lot because we didn't see each other very much. But then it was this constant battle between we wanted to be together and then we would get pissed off at each other at the same time. It was just bizarre. Okay. So anyway, the summer of 76 was a bad summer for us. Well, that year, that summer, Hurricane Bell came through and hit Long Beach Island, New Jersey. And I worked for the, uh, for the municipality at that time. And they called, and it was a summer job. 
and they called us in to do uh, to basically run around in these huge dump trucks to rescue people that decided to sightsee and their cars would get flooded out or if people were still in their houses to see if they wanted to, uh, you know, get on the truck and we'd take them back to a facility uh, where they'd be a little safer during the hurricane. So we go up our street and go up to the top of the street and drive back down and go by Stacy's house. And the guys I was with saw lights on and off. And I said, oh, you can just go right on by that. They're fine. That house has been there a long time. They'll just weather it out. And I just went right on by. We had a bad summer that summer. So, <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, now, anyway, Ty, that's that's the story in a nutshell. Now, so. now Ty, when you, when you tell your story verbally, you go into a lot of detail and everything. But then when you wrote it, you just were very kind of superficial. Why is that? Because I like talking more than writing. <laughs> well, then I'll tell you what. Then just record it into your phone and send okay. me the auto file, and I'll transcribe it. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's. I, I think you and Stacy have. Uh, a, it's especially when you get to the final story, the arc of your guys' romance is a cool meet cute. So, um, you know, I'd I, I'd like to have that detail, okay. and uh, so yeah, if you'd record it, that'd be great. Honestly, I was thinking it was too detailed at the time. Um, I'm not kidding. I really I think I'm getting too wordy here. So, yeah, yeah, that was that 25 words. You could have pared it down to about 20. It wasn't that bad, <laughs> Mister Exaggeration. Well, Doug, if you really want an interesting story, why don't you ask Stacy to write it? I I may have to. <laughs> yeah, I know English is a second language. <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, New Jersey is his first language. Maybe, maybe Forget we need to have maybe we Forget need about for, it. Maybe for those two stories, we need to have a he said, she said, and see if there's a difference. Well, yeah, well, yeah, there's a difference. I'm sure there will be some nuances where she'll be completely wrong. So, <laughs> wow, yeah, all right. Well, well, I'll catch that tonight if she's listening to this show. It's been a good 41 years for you, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> So I've spent all these years tormenting him. I wonder why she's not working today. <laughs> she's actually in the other room. She's listening. Oh, crap. That's okay. Make sure she make sure she doesn't lock change the locks on the door, Ty. Yeah, yeah. Well, why he never leaves the house? I mean, you know, people don't get us because we at all because uh, you know she, she was fourteen. I was sixteen. I grew up in Houston. My family's from Philadelphia, but we come up to see family. Uh, but my parents retired in Houston when my dad retired from the Marine Corps. And uh, we would travel up every summer to Philadelphia and then to the beach in Long Beach Island. And they had a summer home four houses down. So, and she was, you know, as I say, 14, I was 16. So, and we we're, you know, we we're never together more than two months at a time. And it was funny, the, and I've told, I think I've told you guys this, but for, after our second month of marriage, that was the longest time we'd been together in one space, in one, and we've been married now for, oh shit, I better remember this, 42 years coming up in June. So, nice. anyway. 
<laughs> That's the story in a nutshell. Uh, well, uh, your your wife just just typed in. So this is how she chose to spend her break. <laughs> I'm sure she's not the only one saying that. <laughs> no, she's the only one saying that. <laughs> okay, it's popular as ever, huh, Stuart? <laughs> <laughs> and I do apologize again for for you losing your sponsor. <laughs> yes, yeah. She just texted in and said, "That's it." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What the hell was I thinking?" There you go. Yes. Yeah. You know, She's a prime example of why we need someone like her because of what we're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. She, she said, "I'm out of here, but try Clausen's pickles." <laughs> <laughs> You want to hear him yodel again? <laughs> Maybe you could get a pickle sponsor. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, call yeah. Thousands. There you go. <laughs> there actually is a very good, how, oh, what was it? I think it was on, okay, never mind. No, uh, Seth Rogen did a, did a movie about pickles. It was a, it was a Simon Rich short story. And, it's very funny. It's a comedy. Well, obviously with Seth Rogen, it's about his, his great, great grandfather who had emigrated from America and could very, speak very little English, but he was really good at pickling things. And he falls in, in the beginning of the movie. He falls into this vat of pickles and is sealed up. And then you think, well, he would die. And he's there for like, you know, like 50 years or something. And then they were, he gets unpickled, but he's still alive and he hasn't aged. And then he meets his great grandson, who's Seth Rogen, who's like this hipster trying to do stuff. And it's, it's a very, and it all takes place in New York City. And um, I think it's on Apple TV, uh, Apple TV or maybe HBO Max. But um, it's, it's a very, very good. It's, let me see if I can find out what this is. This is the stuff you live for, huh, Doug? Oh, absolutely. I you ain't story. got another damn thing to do. I don't. I, I'm, I'm just all alone here. Can we make this like a single sink for me? Can we put out like my, you know, Mark, put something on there so people will want to date me. I'm an eligible bachelor. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Take, take some of the some of the hair from your chest and put it on top of your head. That might help. <laughs> okay. Or maybe called, not. Because all you have to do is open your mouth, but that's okay. Yeah. It's called an American pickle. <laughs> and it, that, that's the that name of awesome. It. Okay, here, look, can you see this? Amer oh, it's not going to no, focus. I I All right. Well, you I wonder how long I sat around the boardroom to come up with that that, that title. Yeah. Well, yeah. We well, need to schedule a meeting. Yes. Yeah. Well, si Simon Rich is actually is a, is a pretty famous author. He's got a number of books, and then he wrote for um, – he had one TV show called – <laughs> I can't remember your favorites, huh? Tell you what, coffee. I think yeah. So I'm gonna go get some more coffee. Yeah, go ahead, Doug. He, he, he's gonna go reload mine too. One of them is called Miracle Workers with Steve Buscemi, uh, and that was a very and, and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. That was a really good show for two seasons. Um, Simon Rich, look him up. He's a great comedic author. That's my two cents. Thanks for coming. I'll be here. <laughs> Great show. Oh, that was, that okay, was, Mark. That, you that, was, that was awesome, Doug. Thank you very much. For
<laughs> so, so Ty, I, I, I did ask earlier, you know, what, what you're into. I know that you were, you did a series of, of heart, uh, uh, paintings, of mm -hmm. which, which I, I have one of those. Um, but then recently you started doing, was it watercolors? You were doing so, some, some, it's, they're actually, they're, they're acrylics and okay. it's a kind of a combination of what they call poor art, but I'm using some different tools and it's definitely you know, poor art, but, you know, it just, <laughs> you know, that's P O U R Doug. Oh, sorry. you're, you know, I know you're used to your own art and the, the poorness O O R of that. So yeah, like Frank. I have done crayons too, buddy. All the medias count, right? So I have done crayons, but uh, yeah, it's, just a, it's it's a it's a poor art that I've been. I experiment. I get those canvases, those really cheap ones, and I start experimenting on them. And you know, so there's like paint everywhere, and it's fun, you know. So, but those those new ones that I've done, they they've been pretty successful. You know, they're a little different. They're colorful. Your abstract is kind of like uh, Richter, where it's like you kind of spread it. No, in all seriousness, um, where you kind of spread the paint across the canvas in multiple layers. It reminds me yeah. of Richter. Well, and that's, you know, and you, Doug, I'm sure you do the same thing. I mean, I, I have so much paint on the canvas and you don't, it's not readily obvious to the eye, but you do see it. Yeah. You know, uh, because you do spread it and mix it and you put in layers and then you, you know, then I'll take and kind of scrape a little bit. And, you know, I remember when I was a, when I was a kid, um, you know, in art class, they would have that thing where they'd have color underneath a, you know, a sheet of paper. And then there was black on top of it and oh, then yeah. you just scrape away. And it's kind of, it's kind of like that. That actually was what gave me the idea uh, to do that particular type of art. But yeah. You know, for me, the fun thing is just experimenting and doing different things. I mean, it's, you know, when people ask me, what kind of art do you do? And I'm like, well, um, uh, it's uh, acrylics and watercolors and whatever else floats my boat. Yeah, depend, depends on the mood. Now, with, with the pandemic and everything, uh, Ty, have you been able to, to uh, participate in any exhibitions? No, no. I, I just... You know, they have these online exhibitions, and I, I like to be there. I like to interact with people there. And um, so I really haven't been. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready to do that. But the, the paint inventory is growing, right? So um, I'm looking forward to be able to do that and to go into galleries and doing some, some shows and that sort of thing. But, uh, um, you know, I want to wait for the, the vaccine and have all that uh, start to rock and roll. Because uh, for me, like gallery shows are, are fun when you're there in person and there's a lot of people there and they're admiring your frame, you know. Right. So, <laughs> you know, so, uh, um, so anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I now, miss you, that. You've hosted uh, a couple of exhibitions. Uh, uh, in fact, they've been virtual you had a couple of virtual things over at the Lincoln Center. Yeah, well, it, but it was also uh, in person. Like, uh, right. yeah, I, I had, uh, I can't remember how many paintings I had, but it was there for 14 days. And then, yeah, we would do some, 
because Lincoln uh, corporately is is being very safe. So uh, I, I was there for mine, and then two artists that were in a book I published called Artfolio, uh, 2020. They had a show, Leticia Herrera and Julie England, and then uh, they invited me to come over and kind of help with a virtual one-hour show that they did. And uh, so, yeah, I enjoy that. And I, some of my work, I have about seven pieces right now down at Boudre Gallery in the Design District. And, um, but yeah, most galleries are, are kind of, they're, they're still having shows, but they are predominantly appointment only. Um, some people who, you know, you can tell, I guess, their political leanings, because you'll see some people will have in-person shows and you see people there without masks on and everything. And I'm like, eh, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, that, but that's, that's my thought too. It's, I tell you, it's one of the frustrating things for me to see folks without masks. You know, I'm, I'm in the, although I'm on the legal side, the law side, I'm in the healthcare industry and, you know, I go through Walmart or wherever and you see people not wearing masks, not wearing them right. Um, it just drives me crazy. I just love to drag them, drag their ass through a, an ER area of the, of a hospital and say, okay, this could be you, you dumb jackass. So anyway, that's, and it's not political. I mean, I, you know, I, that's what just <laughs> blows me away. You know, to me, it's just, okay, here we are. Now we're getting into the meat of it. We've got five minutes left in the show, but to <laughs> me, to me, it's just, it's, I think the, the saddest thing that came out of 2020 is just the lack of human empathy and compassion. I mean, I can understand, I mean, to, to wear a mask, it's not about your rights. It's not about losing rights. It's about just being compassionate about, because you may not get sick, but someone else may. And if they lose a loved one, even if that person had underlining health issues, right. and they, they, you know, but if, if they lose a loved one and they can't say their goodbyes to them or anything, that sucks. And I mean, we've lost nearly, I mean, how many people have we lost now? Is it half a million here just in the U.S.? Not quite, but it's close. It's like 450 or something. But I mean, like, and so it's just about compassion and empathy. And um, I'll tell you, it's just, it, it, it makes me really sad. I, I'm, I, are either of you guys having any struggles being locked up and just seeing how people are, are acting to each other? Yeah, a lot a lot of people are, but the the thing is, you have to you have to ask yourself what's the alternative. I mean, when I walk into a store and I see people that are not wearing the masks, I don't want you to wear the mask for your benefit. I want you to wear the mask for my benefit. Right, uh, and, and, that, and most, most that's the reason for what you're in. It says you must wear a mask to <laughs> enter. Well, people walk in the store, and as soon as they get in the store, they take the mask off. Yeah. So my 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 answer to that is. I'll be back next year to shop at your store. I'm not coming back until there's there's a, a protocol that's that's followed because yeah. I can't put myself at, at risk and I don't want to put anybody else at risk. You know, I just never, I didn't, I, Stacey and I talk about this, just couldn't understand how this became politicized, wearing a mask or not. Yeah. I don't understand why it's politics. It's a health issue. 
So well, me, again, it's, it's people rebel against it. You know, I, you know, I've had it. I've been in my house too long. I'm going out. I'm going to a restaurant. I'm going to the bar. You know, I, you're not going to tell me what to do anymore. I listened to you for a while and it's been a whole year. Uh, and, well, you know what? That that's part of the problem. You either have to listen to the political side of it, or you have to listen to the medical side of it. I choose well, the medical and, side. And I, I think it also comes down to, it, it's a real testament of, of modern society that we're just very selfish. We're just very selfish people. We we're, we're a microwave generation that wants things quickly. Uh, we now have Gen Z that grew up with this and yeah. they just think that there's like this, you know, they're constantly connected and, uh, you know, there, there's just this belief system that, well, we deserve this, you know, and, and I've got a 21 year old daughter who, um, she's very germaphobic. She's afraid of things like that, but she's even like, well, but I want to go live my life and I want to go to a coffee shop and I should be allowed to. It's like, this isn't about allowed. This isn't, a, this is just, it's human compassion. And, and, uh, I get well, very frustrated and I probably need to stop watching documentaries because it just makes me very depressed. <laughs> <laughs> not only watching you're so depressing anyway, it's just horrible. It's true. <laughs> not, not only watching documentaries, you got to stop making them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when is the last good documentary Doug ever made? Never. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The fact that you're wow. both artists, are are you finding that this whole COVID thing, this whole 2020 and everything has given you any kind of an influence for, for your artwork? I mean, I'm, I'm starting to see that a lot of, a lot of musicians are writing more songs about taking care of yourself and all that kind of stuff. Is this, has this crept into your, your psyche as far as your, your professions and what, what you're doing? You know, are you putting only in the sense that I my my next art folio book, which been, is being printed in in uh, South Korea, it's scratch and sniff. So when you scratch the artwork, COVID comes out. I figure it'll help with the immune uh, herd immunity. But is that what you mean? Oh man, what do you say to that? <laughs> we, we were I doing so well. Uh, right. we were this was really going. Well. While it's going to be going good, and then you know, yeah, again, and Doug, Doug we opened his mouth. The pickle barrel we again. Went, yeah, he went pickled on us. Yeah, that no, don't play the pickle, please. Don't play the pickle. <laughs> no, I really to answer your question, whatever that might have been. Jeez, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever do this again. <laughs> Well, then it works, Stuart. Yeah, okay. it works. Tyler. You don't have to worry about it because we're being canceled at the end of this show. <laughs> no sponsors. As a matter of fact, the sponsor is going to want you to pay them for this. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, Send me my money back. Yeah. I, I, will say, I, I have not been inspired by the, the COVID pandemic or anything like that, but I have been inspired by what we were talking about, just kind of the division of people. So I am working on a, a series right now um, where it's all about, I guess, kind of partisanship, you know, and how we're just so, I mean, it, it seems like it hasn't been this radically opposed since maybe, I don't know, maybe the 60s or 70s when we were, we were protesting the Vietnam War, but, Polarized, um, yeah. you know, it's, it, 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 it's interesting to me because you would think that 
something like this would unite us. You know, if you watch films, yeah. you know, like The Day the Earth Stood Still or or Godzilla, it unites people together in all these countries to 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 battle this outside, you know, war of the worlds or something like that. But this has done the exact opposite. Instead of it uniting us worldwide to battle this, it's gotten us so that we're fighting everybody, and and that just makes me sad. Yeah. Well, it's like if you if you do this, then you are labeled as conservative, or if you do that, then you're labeled as liberal. And I honestly, I it just blows me away because you know I. I grew up in the in the '60s and '70s, and and uh, you know, and I agree. It's probably the, the the closest thing to what we have right now is during in the '60s, with you know during the Vietnam War. Um, but but now it's you know that was something. There was a you know there was a war going on that people didn't agree with. This is philosophical now, right? And that's right. what's hard to get your arms wrapped around. And people have just labeled. And both liberals and, and conservatives have this labeling system. If you shop at Walmart, you're conservative. If you shop at Costco, you're a liberal. If you, you know, it, it's it's so stupid to me. It's like, where in the hell did this come from? I don't care where I shop. It's wherever has the best price or something I need. Yeah. Don't no, label yeah, but, me. You know, how, how do how do you how do you label people that shop on Amazon? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they hate the little guy. They hate the yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, things. You know, society migrates, but but right now it's like it's, folks are digging their heels in, and they, you know, they have to almost institutionalize the way they think and the way you know what they believe in by what you know by something that they do, which is so dumb. I just don't get it. Yeah. I really don't. I just don't get it. You know, I, for me politically, I mean, I'm kind of middle of the road. I have views that would piss off conservatives and liberals. You know, I, I just do. You know, I believe what I believe. And so I don't know if you, if, you know, but who the hell am I to influence somebody? Why would you get pissed off at me if I think yeah. one way? Who, Who the cares? hell wants to listen to you anyway, Ty? Exactly. <laughs> Don't get your ass on the show. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and, 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 and oh, oh, there's a lot of people are smart. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sure. We're, we're the people that before COVID, we all said, huh, I'm not going to buy anything online. I want to support my local retailers. Yeah. You know, then COVID hit and everybody said to hell with the local retailers. I'm not stepping in the, in the yeah. store. I'm going to go shop online, yeah. so, which, which is what people are going to start doing for this show. They're going to start going elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to find other people they should know. They'll find yeah. other shows, you know, some rerun that's like 40 years old. It's got to be better than this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and you know what? After this show, I'm probably going to get people that are going to write in and volunteer to be guests on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Those are very, very smart people. Yeah. They're, they're going to say, you know, I, I, even my sad story is much better than what you got. You guys just put out. Hey, Stuart, I have a question. What are you gonna? What's the resale value of all that equipment you have there? Since you're probably not going to need it anymore, <laughs> the, the 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 value <laughs> somewhere between forty three and forty eight dollars. Oh, okay, okay. I'll all give right. you twelve. 
<laughs> Sold. <laughs> but you got to come pick it up. Yeah. And you got to wear a mask. Yeah, well. <laughs> I think Doug should wear a hood. But anyway. <laughs> there are cheers for the ones on it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to join him. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, that is. And hey, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to go watch a TV show. I just heard Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I may go watch Cheers too because at least there, everybody knows your name. Yeah. Wow, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, Smitty, well, I think you're doing a good job. Well, I'd like to say that this has been a real pleasure. I'd like to say it's been a real pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you saying? Are you crazy? <laughs> I, I kind of feel like we just prepared for a colonoscopy, but that's just my interpretation. Yeah. Get out your pickle again, Doug. Yeah. Well, I don't even know where to yeah. put it, so you can't hear it. Yeah, Doug's going to be singing soprano in the choir. I, I, guys, I, I really wasn't sure how I was going to start this show, and damn it if I don't know how I'm going to end it. Well, yeah, but everyone's praying you end it. Yeah, I, I may have to call on Mark to just hit the mute button and everything, and we're out of here. Yeah, but, but, I, if, hey, I were you, if I were you, Stuart, you need to call your sponsor right away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, she right. wasn't. Hopefully she wasn't listening. But but <laughs> thank you, thank you to to, to Denise and and uh, uh, to Christine uh, uh, Dean and all from uh, DFW Networking Diva for sponsoring the show. And please, please, please stay with me <laughs> in, in spite of these in spite of these two guys over here. Hey, but Stuart, when when do we get paid for this? Yeah, when it's the money. Yeah, keep, keep checking the mailbox, guys. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll I'll look for it to come when you send me your short story in April. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send hey, you. I'll, a case, you I'll send you a case of pickles instead. Oh, but, there you go. <laughs> anyhow, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, have a great a great Valentine's Day coming up. And thanks. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Good luck, Doug. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so. You can watch that Cheers marathon. Yeah, and, ladies, and I am available. I'm eligible. Yeah. But and, and by the way, just in case I get another another guest that dumps out on me at the last last minute, I'll give you a call. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't let that out though. I would just okay. say, you know. Well, I'm not gonna let the public know in advance. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. See good, ya. Good good talking to both of you. And that'll do it for another edition of what what show is this? So, Who cares? Oh, someone, someone you should know. Two knuckleheads on a hole. Someone you really want don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Tune in next week and just see if I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>